Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, American. Happy Thursday. What a great show we have ahead for you at here at John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Senator Marsha Blackburn from the great state of Tennessee, one of the leading voices on freedom, one of the leading voices on fighting censorship and cancel culture in the Senate, one of the leading voices standing up for those military members who are being separated from their military service because of religious exemptions or religious objections to the COVID vaccine. She has been leading on that. And of course, she's also been leading on efforts to bust some of the monopolistic power that big tech companies like Apple and Google exert over the marketplace, particularly in the app store. She has a a landmark piece of legislation working its way through the Senate called the Open App Markets Act. Well, Senator Blackburn's going to be here at the top of the show to give us an update on all of those issues, including her reaction to the acknowledgement by new Twitter owner Elon Musk that Twitter did, in fact, interfere in the 2020 election, and by Twitter's ex-safety chief and censorship advocate Yoel Roth, who said that it was a mistake to have censored the Hunter Biden story. That is all ahead for us in the first part of the show. And then it is AMAC Thursday, one of my favorite times of the week. We're going to bring in another great guest from the Association of Mature American Citizens, AMAC. Andy Mangione, Senior Vice President for their action arm, is going to be here. Last week, there was some stunning testimony that AMAC gave at a field Senate hearing in Florida. Rebecca Weber, who had been on the show recently, the president of AMAC, she divulged that there are a million more seniors in poverty this year as a result of President Joe Biden's policies than were a year ago. A million seniors pushed into poverty as a result of the Biden economy. That has long-term implications for the economy, for the social safety net, for each of those million seniors. And how is it that one of the greatest, wealthiest, most powerful countries in the world 
have seniors slipping into poverty in the midst of this enormous economy that we have that generates so much money? That's a question we're going to ask Andy Mangione on AMAC Thursday. Now, because it's AMAC Thursday, we always have a special offer that AMAC provides our listeners. And I have an idea. As you know, I'm a five-year member. I signed up for five years. I love the membership. You'll make back your money on it the first few weeks just from discounts you get on insurance and travel and other really cool discount programs. Then you get all the benefit of the incredible news and information. And and of course, all of the grassroots work that's being done to protect your interest in Washington. But why don't you give an AMAC membership this year? as a Christmas gift to someone in your life that you love who could take advantage of the discounts, who could take advantage of the intelligence and political reporting and news action items, who can maybe get enlisted by AMAC Action and become a citizen volunteer, maybe as an an election poll watcher, or maybe as someone who goes to Congress and advocates on behalf of issues like saving Social Security or reversing some of the damage of the Inflation Reduction Act, which, by the way, doesn't reduce inflation, but does create some other problems. Well, you can do that real simply, and AMAC has made it super simple for us. They've created a custom URL for anyone in the Just the News family. All you do is you go to AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. You can go get a membership for yourself. You, you can gift a membership to a loved one, a family, a friend member, maybe a colleague at work that you think would enjoy it. But what an incredible opportunity. What a great and special and unique Christmas gift. Go do it today. amac.us slash just news. Now, if you go do that, you're helping AMAC, of course, but you're also helping us because AMAC is one of our strategic advertising partners, one of our sponsors, and they not only bring great content onto the show, they make it possible for us to do some of the reporting that we bring to you each day on this show, on the Just the News No Noise TV show, and of course, on the Just the News website where you check 24-7 the breaking news and investigative headlines. So go check that out today. Go give the gift of AMAC for this Christmas at amac.us slash justnews. It'll be a gift that we'll keep on giving for years and years to come. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Senator Marshall Blackburn from Tennessee. We're going to talk about big tech censorship and the canceling of incredible military men and women who are being kicked out of the military because they have religious exemptions to the vaccine, COVID vaccine. An incredible conversation ahead right after these commercial messages. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of Triple Lock Home Title Protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest. Whenever you talk about the Senate, you cannot talk very long without mentioning this senator. She's at the center of so many of the important pieces of legislation and accountability in Congress right now. She is the great senator from the state of Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. Senator, great to have you on again. Well, it is so good to join you. I always enjoy being with you and your audience. We enjoy you as well. And so much to talk about, particularly in the censorship realm. I think there was a moment in the last couple of days. It was an obvious moment. But for this former Twitter safety chief, Yoel Roth, to say, I made a mistake on Hunter Biden. I know you've been saying that a lot longer than he was. But any sense of vindication in his comments there? Honestly, John, I think that the that Silicon Valley is finally figuring out that with Republicans in charge of the House, that there are going to be some oversight hearings. There's also going to be a push to restructure sec- Section 230, which deals with uh, the censorship provisions, and uh, that there is a push by the American people to break up some of these companies, to remove some of this power from these companies. I like to say that consumers are at the point that when it comes to their virtual you, which is them and their presence online, they want to own their virtual you. They are tired of being owned by these big tech companies, whether it comes to hardware, the iPhone in their hands, or software, the apps and the platforms that they are using every single day in their transactional life. Yeah, it is remarkable. And that allegiance that now we're starting to see more and more 
cooperation or even collusion between those big tech platforms and some in government that want to further infringe speech or further infringe rights. There was an unusual revelation in court the other day. It was in one of the January 6th defendants cases, but the use of these geofence warrants, which seem like general warrants to me, which is give us all the phone numbers that were in a certain location, regardless of whether we think they did something wrong or not. The revelation in the court filing was 5,000 phone numbers were scooped up, many of them having nothing to do with January 6th. The growth of big tech kind of cooperating with government and creating these sort of large dragnets, is that an area where the Judiciary Committee and the Senate might eventually go take a look at things? Indeed, it is an area that will be looked at because it gets to consumer online privacy and the privacy that you have around your devices where you are conducting much of your business and transacting much of your life. Now, in this, with scooping up all of these phone numbers, they probably have scooped up the phones that were for members of Congress or family members that were here or people that were working in buildings around the Capitol. So uh, the utilization of this, uh, the data that is contained on those numbers, uh, the calls that were placed, the calls that... Um, were made, there is, that is of concern that that the federal government could have that much access to someone, to a citizen's information when that citizen has been indicated in no way, shape, or form for having done anything wrong. Yeah, in fact, our country was founded on the idea that we wouldn't have general warrants like Great Britain and others had, and it seems as though there's a growing scooping up of data that feels more like a general warrant than the specific search warrants that our Fourth Amendment has always protected us from. And so it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Another area where you have had enormous influence is in the monopolistic power Apple and Google and others in the app stores have. You have a landmark piece of legislation which got through the Judiciary Committee, the Open App Markets Act. I bet you Apple and Google are a little nervous about this legislation, aren't they? Oh, yes. And I've had a conversation with Tim Cook about this Open App Market Act. And you're correct. Uh, the, the bill actually has received quite a bit of publicity over the past week as there was uh, the conversation or the assumption, whether it was misunderstanding or whatever, that Apple would remove Twitter from the Apple App Store. Now, my legislation is pretty specific. Uh, what it would do is remove the Apple App Store and the Google App Store as the gatekeeper for any and all apps that can go on your device. Right now, you have to go there. You have to download the app. Uh, it is very difficult to do what's called side-loading which is putting an app on your phone that is not in the App Store. Now, Google and Apple have had a monopoly on this because they say, okay, we will market and make this available to everybody with an iPhone. Sounds pretty tempting, doesn't it? But they're taking 30% of the profit from those app innovators. 
and they are requiring that you use the Apple or the Google payment system. They do this because they capture your data. They do this because then the upgrades go through them. All of this is a revenue stream. I believe that you, the consumer who owns the device, you're not renting this from Apple, you bought it from Apple. You should be able to control what goes on your phone. Now, my Open App Market Act actually came about from innovators in Tennessee who were innovating in um, the health IT, the financial services, the entertainment spaces. And they would say, hey, do you realize that Apple kind of has us over a barrel? And if they decide they don't like our app, then we lose our market share. And they want to be able to control that. So that's how the bill came about. It is Senator Blumenthal and I. It has wide bipartisan support, so much so that it came out of Judiciary Committee on a unanimous voice vote. And we are ready to put this on the floor. Of course, big tech companies are saying, no, 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 don't do this to us. Uh, Apple and Google are saying this is uh, lucrative for us. Uh, they're trying to get Schumer to not put it on the floor. We're fully aware of that. We're fully aware that they are, that they are uh, opposing the bill. But bear in mind, if Elon Musk could market Twitter and have you download from him, upgrade from him, uh, not have to go through Apple, that would be a good thing, just like it's a good thing for other people who are innovators. Yeah, there's no doubt. And it probably would have a profound effect on free speech and innovation, which a lot of people are advocating for. Such important legislation. We're going to be keeping a close eye. Do you have any sense of whether Schumer will allow a floor vote or not? We are hopeful that he will allow it to move forward with unanimous consent. When you come out of committee on a unanimous voice vote, that's pretty hefty bipartisan support. Yeah, that's a rare moment in Washington, so you know it's important when that happens. But very important legislation. We're going to have all eyes on that. You also are working hard in the current markup and work on the amendments to the National Defense Authorization Act to protect those service members who are being fired because of the vaccine mandate. Those terminations look even more and more remarkable when you realize that people are still getting the virus despite the vaccines. And so even the argument for the mandates have been eroded. Tell us what's going on in the NDA and will you be able to protect those soldiers and troops from termination? Well, we are certainly working on it. And in my post at Senate Armed Services Committee, we are continuing uh, to work to push my two amendments that I had during the National Defense Authorization Act markup. Uh, this would have prohibited DOD from removing people who did not get the vaccine until DOD and the military branch reached their goals for their recruitment levels for the year. We know that recruitment levels are way down, that, that um, our Army is going to be about 15,000 troops short this year, and they think it'll be about 21,000 troops short next year. 
So my amendment is simple. It doesn't say DOD, you cannot do a vax mandate. It says DOD, you cannot do a vax vaccine mandate until you reach your recruitment and retention goals. That protects our men and women in uniform and it protects the, um, the military. It protects our army and their mission and being able to implement their core mission. I'm working with House Armed Services Committee and uh, with Republicans in the House. We're trying to get this in the bill that the House is going to pass first and then send over to us in the Senate. Yeah, and there's also some positive action on this front in the courts. One of the federal appeals courts yesterday put a pause on the Air Force vaccine mandate again, the latest in the several courts to do so. It seems as the courts have as much concern about this as you do, right? Oh, yes, the courts do, because they're looking at this. You know, the president has said the vaccine is over. The uh, pandemic is over. Um, we know that you can get uh, vaccinated, double vaxxed, boosted, double, triple boosted, and still get COVID. We know that people who contracted COVID and maybe didn't know they had it, uh, that their um, antibodies are stronger than what you get through the vaccine. We also know that there are people who family members got the vaccine and had an adverse reaction. We know that with young men, there has been the issue of the side effect being myocarditis. Because of this, there are people that who who have applied for medical exemptions. The military has approved, or I should say the Army has approved, get this, 0.0047% of the medical exemptions. These are people that have had it, people that a family member has had an adverse reaction to it, or maybe their brother there got myocarditis and the family physician is saying you all might want to just exercise some caution and not do this yeah that's an amazing moment to take a pause there was so much emotion driving a lot of these decisions and now it seems like science and good public policy particularly with your hard work are starting to come to the forefront and, and we're going to fix a lot of these problems. I want to ask one last question because you fight for freedom not only in the United States but across the world. You're such a champion of it. The revelation that Apple worked with China to shut down airdrop just before these protests started. I know you have a lot of concern about the potential complicity of an American company with the Chinese communist government. Tell us a little bit about what concerns you about those revelations. Oh, yes. The fact that you have a U.S.-based company that would do the bidding of the Chinese party. And you know that it is their request that put this in place because the Chinese Communist Party told Huawei to shut off the phones. So people that were using a Huawei device lost their ability to communicate. And then it is closely followed by uh, Apple turning off AirDrop. You know, John, 
we have the U.S. Open Technology Fund. And when it came to the protest in Cuba, when it came to uh, Russia invading Ukraine, the Open Technology Fund opened a window over those countries for people to be able to get out their videos to tell the story of what was going on on the inside. And I find it very interesting that this White House has chosen to say, we support the protesters, but as far as I know, they have not opened the window on the Open Technology Fund. And we need to let the uh, Chinese Communist Party know that we, the United States of America, are going to stand with the Chinese citizens who are fighting, in some cases, for their lives and all fighting for their freedom. Yeah, such an important message. And we've been so tepid over the last two years to embrace either the Iranian protesters fighting for freedom in their country or the Chinese protesters fighting against those awful COVID restrictions. The Biden administration's voice of freedom has been very muted, hasn't it? It has indeed. And their coziness with the Chinese Communist Party is of tremendous concern. Yeah, that it is. Well, one thing we know, your voice for freedom will never be muted. Senator, it's such a great honor to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Good to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, ma'am. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor 
donor-advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. You know what it is. It's AMAC Thursday, one of my favorite times of the week, a great opportunity to get together with our friends at AMAC and talk about some of the big issues. And the last week gives us an amazing news that AMAC's president, Rebecca Weber, actually testified at a congressional hearing about the state of senior citizens in America and what has happened to them since the Biden presidency began. It was pretty compelling testimony, statistics and facts that I think a lot of people don't get to hear in the mainstream media every day. Today, we're going to get a firsthand account from Andy Mangione, AMAC Action's Senior Vice President. Andy, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. It's glad to be here, John. A big moment, this field hearing down in Florida at the Villages last week, uh, I think for the very first time, an AMAC official testifying in a hearing. Tell us a little bit about the message that Rebecca delivered to lawmakers. We're uh, very pleased and very honored that Rebecca had the opportunity. She was invited by Florida Senator Rick Scott uh, to testify before Congress in a field hearing. This took place in the villages. Uh, and as you know, you know, Senator Scott was a former governor of, of Florida. And uh, we have an excellent relationship with his office. And she was invited along with a couple of other panelists to talk about the impact of Biden administration policies on seniors. And uh, there was nothing left of the imagination uh, with regard to uh, what she had to say. And it was uh, supported by the other panelists in their testimony as well. And she, you know, she described this administration, uh, rightfully so, as the most destructive to seniors regarding their longevity, their prosperity, and their legacy in the last 50 years. And she broke down many things. Now, we were able to submit a 15-page written testimony, and then she was able to give oral testimony, which was a summary of that, and then answer questions from Senator Scott. Uh, but she you know, went into how um, one million more seniors are living in poverty uh, since the Biden administration took office. And this is not our number. This is a U.S. Census Bureau number that was published in September of this year. All right. And you know, John, that seniors live on fixed incomes and it's a combination of uh, any retirement savings that they might have, a pension they might be receiving in Social Security. It's limited income. All right. And they have federal health care programs like Medicare and Medicaid to help them. And this creates a safety net. And Rebecca illustrated that uh, the Biden administration is blowing holes in the safety net, uh, increasing costs due to the Biden administration policies have uh, have have really blown holes in the safety net and it's hurting seniors. And as I talked about, the the continued high inflation is costing the average American family more than $3,500. All right. And I mentioned how the number of seniors living in poverty rose by nearly 1 million. John, more than 10% of seniors are now living below the poverty line. And that, that number of seniors living in poverty is expected to rise throughout this year and into next year. Yeah, and it was a really significant jump, 9.5% of the elderly population to 10.7% in a single year. I mean, that's so dramatic. The only difference between those two years clearly was the change in presidency. One of the things that I think gets glossed over, and a lot of people ask me this question, we keep hearing about the Inflation Reduction Act, which, by the way, doesn't reduce inflation at all, according to the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, nonpartisan. They've, they've debunked the idea that it's reducing inflation. But there are many elements of that law that actually are counterproductive or hurtful to seniors. Tell us a little bit about what Rebecca talked about 
there and what AMAC has found about the impact of that legislation on senior citizens. I'm glad to, John. We focused in on the medical and the healthcare aspect of the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, what Democrats have done with the IRA, uh, they doubled down on refusing to let the free market solve rising healthcare costs, including prescription drug costs. They, uh, through the IRA, uh, have implemented a price fixing scheme. And what this means is that due to a provision that's in the Inflation Reduction Act, the Secretary of Health and Human Services can now dictate the price for a limited number of drugs for Medicare Part B and Medicare Part D. Everybody's running around saying, oh, look, Medicare can now negotiate prices with big drug companies. That's not how it works. It's the federal government mandating and dictating pricing. All right. Now, there were some estimates uh, that suggest that price fixing by the HHS will reduce some Medicare Part D outpatient drugs and up to, uh, you know, by a significant amount by 2031. But you have to counter that by the fact that the U.S. market provides about 75 percent of the global returns on drug innovation. That's research and development. And this government price setting will reduce the capital that's available to continue the engine, the United States engine that drives research and development. And here's another caveat to the IRA and this whole price fixing scheme. If a drug manufacturer chooses not to participate in the quote unquote negotiation process, that means they refuse to take the price that the government is telling them they must charge for their drug, the federal government will tax the company at 65% of the previous year's sale of that particular drug with a concurrent increase of 10% per quarter up to 95%. Now, they tried to get this done uh, in other legislation, that specific caveat, and those numbers were looked at. So it's reasonable to expect that the impact of the Inflation Reduction Act has on future pharmaceutical research and development will be identical to previous Democrat drug price controls proposals. And what this means to seniors, seniors are the ones who benefit most from new therapies. This means fewer life-saving branded drugs are coming to market. And this will reduce Americans' average life expectancy. Again, this is documented by a University of Chicago study that studied price fixing and what that means in uh, what that means regarding the pipeline of new medications coming to market and a corresponding effect on the life expectancy of people who take those drugs. So it's it's not going to and and I've got to say, and uh, Senator Scott mentioned this in the testimony. We've already witnessed evidence of this expectation. There's a drug manufacturer called Alnylam. They announced that they would suspend development of therapy for an eye disorder. They announced that in November as it evaluates the impact of the Inflation Reduction Act. So we're already seeing this. This is not just somebody pulling these numbers out of the air. Uh, we have studies that back this up, and we've seen it in action with a drug manufacturer walking away from a uh, it was treatment for a rare eye disorder as they evaluate the impact the IRA will have on their business and their uh, their pipeline. Now, there have been other and more successful efforts to bring down insulin costs under President Trump. There were some changes to the Part D senior savings model, a requirement that pharmacies share the rebates they get from the uh, ph uh, pharmaceutical manufacturers back to their customers. And there was actually progress being made in the open marketplace, a very different approach with more success than what price fixing has occurred. What has happened to the Trump reforms? The Trump reforms, it, it's, uh, I'm glad that you brought that up because we were present uh, in 2020 
uh, in the Eisenhower office building, which is on campus with the White House, when uh, President Trump signed some executive orders uh, that uh, one of them was the uh, a rebate act that allowed a, a sharing of rebates that uh, pharmacy benefit managers received from drug manufacturers with Medicare Part D beneficiaries at the point of purchase to lower their out, out-of-pocket expenses. That was uh, delayed and then discarded. You're seeing uh, the Biden administration systematically eliminate uh, Trump reforms. When you were talking about the insulin uh, pricing, we were at, uh, we, Bob Carlson, our president, was in, in the Rose Garden uh, when President Trump announced the reforms that he made with regard to insulin pricing. In fact, it was uh, the only video that they played, and they were doing everything by video because this is 2020 and it was during COVID. Uh, the only testimony that you heard at that press conference at the Rose Garden was from an AMAC member who described how he struggles to pay for his uh, insulin. And what President Trump did in true free market fashion was bring insulin manufacturers together, Part D plan sponsors together, they, and they, they all got together and they negotiated a process by which the price of insulin was dropped significantly. And anything, it seems, and this is, you know, it, in, in my opinion, it seems that uh, anything that had to do with the Trump reform when the Biden administration took over in January 2021 was delayed or outright, or outright scrubbed. And, uh, it, it, and it's, it's just because Trump's name was on it, in my opinion. Yeah, and it really shows the difference. A free market solution usually has much longer lasting impact than the manipulated market solutions like price fixing and other things. There are lots of studies that have just shown that government interventions like, like price fixing just don't have a long-term positive effect. And yet free market solutions do a very clear difference between the two parties right now about how to go about doing this. There's another issue that I think lingers out there for senior citizens. And Joe Biden's given a lot of rhetoric in 30 years, but never really done anything. The Biden administration is kind of sitting on its hands when it comes to addressing Social Security solvency. Tell us a little bit about the state of play on that and how much more concerned we should be as the program veers towards insolvency. It is veering toward insolvency, okay? The Social Security Board of Trustees, they project that the program's financial reserves, okay, will be fully depleted by 2035. The CBO suggests three years earlier at 2032. And these projections were made, John, before the 2023 cost of living adjustment was announced at 8.7%. They're expecting the insolvency to speed up because of that cost of living adjustment. And I do want to say that, of course, seniors deserve a cost of living adjustment. But when the cost of living adjustment can't keep pace with inflation, uh, it's really not going to help them. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen when the principal is exhausted? And the Social Security program reverts to a cash-in, cash-out basis. Number one, there's not enough workers to cover the benefits. Okay, it's not a tax issue, John. This is a worker involvement issue. And when you reach the point of total depletion, that means an instant 20 to 25% reduction in benefits for all seniors drawing Social Security. That's going, and there's no policy in law. I'm sorry, John, but there's no policy in law right now that prevents that from happening. The longer we wait, the worse this problem gets. And AMAC has been warning Congress for at least 10 years on what's happening. And what you have, you've got a very political situation. You've got Democrats on the one hand who will demonize anybody for suggesting we even look at the insolvency issue. 
Everybody remembers the the uh, commercial of what was supposed to be Paul Ryan pushing grandma off a cliff. They say that you're slashing Social Security benefits. They say that you're going to get rid of the program for merely suggesting we look at the insolvency. And those comments are always directed towards Republicans. That rhetoric, if you think that the program can continue as is without some kind of systematic change to it, you're dreaming. This has to be addressed. And AMAC's got a plan. We've been promoting our plan. Uh, our, we call it the Social Security Guarantee. We've been doing it for years on Capitol Hill, and we will continue to do it. We know that no system is perfect, and we don't care who gets credit for fixing Social Security. But one of the foundation, foundational reasons Dan Weber started AMAC was to shore up Social Security. And the easiest thing to do is to raise taxes. And here's what's gonna, what it's going to take. If you were to look at uh, the, the, the uh, payroll tax right now, Okay. In order to raise it to the point where you can sustain the program for years, the increase would be would mirror or not mirror, but it would be very similar to the increase. It would be so great. It would be something like a 26 percent increase in payroll taxes that would rival uh, the, well, the, the income tax that was introduced during World War II when, the, you know, when FICA was introduced. It would be a shock to the system and it would ruin the economy. So it's, we don't think that that's an option. And we've got a plan and it's on our website uh, that makes Social Security solvent for 75 years without raising taxes. And yes, we look at some structural changes to it because we're being honest about this. You have to have an honest intellectual discussion about this. And we're going to continue to have those discussions on Capitol Hill. And hopefully now, John, with a mixed Congress as we roll into the 118th Congress in 2023, uh, we might be able to get something done. We're ever optimistic about it, but kicking the can down the road is definitely not an option. Yeah, inaction is surrender. And we're just getting closer and closer to that tipping point. I remember when I first started in this town as a young reporter in 1990, and people say, oh, we'll get this addressed in the next few years, and 30-plus years have squandered away, and we've done nothing but delay any real solution to the program. It's just jaw-dropping. There is this extraordinary moment ahead of us where there'll be a change in leadership, at least in the House. What sort of expectations does AMAC, AMAC Action have for things that can get done next year in Congress, even in the midst of a divided government between Biden, Schumer, and Kevin McCarthy, or whoever the Republican leader will be? Right, right. Well, the good news is that Nancy Pelosi is gone. You know, let's, let's start the conversation out with that point, okay? And maybe, uh, you know there's reasonable Democrats there. You know that there, there are reasonable Democrats. Um, I don't know how many. We're going to find them. All right. Uh, who will be unshackled by Nancy Pelosi holding the purse strings or whatever threats that she was making to keep, you know, uh, her conference in order. Uh, so it, we know that that uh, uh, looking at a divided Congress, we can stop Joe Biden. We can't stop him from um, we can't stop him from executive ordering, but that's no way to govern. And those could always be undone. So we're keeping a realistic you know, eye open with regard to what can get done. But with, in terms of legacy, this is, you know, you heard me say, looking at Social Security, we think that there might be an opportunity. Okay, I think that that our focus is going to be on uh, the border. Uh, we're going to be calling out some people in the in the Biden administration. They may not have those jobs much longer, but um, so there, there's there's more that can get done. Uh, we don't. There's not going to be a whole lot of screaming and yelling. We think with regard to um, uh, moving uh, America forward, uh, I think that it'll have. The, the new Congress will have an opportunity to, to get some things done. Um, 
I, I don't think it's going to be sweeping. I mean, just by virtue of the fact that uh, the Democrats have the White House and the Senate, but the Senate, you know, is is, is razor thin, uh, and they've got uh, Senator Manchin, Senator Cinema, who you know give Democrats fits, but uh, in the end, at the end of the day, they're still Democrats. But um, um, you know, I, I yeah, you know, sir, you know, John, I just don't think that uh, I, I think that we can get we might be able to make some modest progress. And uh, we we want to set the expectation. We're going to try like heck. Don't get us wrong. You know, we're going to go for broke. Uh, but but you know, to 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 expect that there's going to be sweeping changes, I think, might be a little unrealistic. But you know, we're still going to seek out those moderate Democrats who were afraid to speak up. Now that Nancy's no longer there, perhaps they will uh, take a step forward. Yeah, such an important time. And as you said, the most important thing is that more destructive policy will be stopped. There is a check and balance now in place in Congress to stop some of the policies that were most destructive. We're getting into the holiday season. I always love to look out. And I've been thinking, now that I enjoy my AMAC membership so much, that giving an AMAC membership to a loved one, a friend, a family member for Christmas is a really good idea. Andy, you set up some really special things for Just the News members and John Solomon Report listeners to take advantage of that. People do give AMAC subscriptions and memberships as a gift, don't they? They do it all the time. And we're constantly adding to our roster of member benefits that's constantly being built out. Um, people are approaching us. Uh, so we, we have so much to offer, uh, it, not only just from an ideological perspective, because we do tell you, yeah, we're a right of center organization. And a lot of people do join for the work that we do in Washington and the work that our delegates and our chapter leaders do in states across the country. And that's fantastic. But, you know, if, if you look at it, if you look at just some of the, uh, of the products and services that we offer, the roadside assistance program is wonderful. We have a, a variety of under 65 and over 65 insurance products. Uh, and, 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 a, and when I say variety, I mean, there's tons of choices to choose from as opposed to some other groups that just put all their eggs in one insurer's basket. But uh, yeah, people give, they give AMAC memberships for anniversaries. And, and we know this because our members tell us for birthdays and, and certainly for Christmas. So uh, it would make a wonderful gift. And we can give the gift of conservatism. How's that, John? I know. Not many places you can do that at, but AMAC is one of them. And by the way, I was just looking for home insurance the other day and said, hey, I'm going to pull out my AMAC card. And I looked at the Traveler's Program. Like, hey, I could save a lot of money. This is great. Everybody gets an opportunity to win when you get one of these memberships. So give a gift. You're looking for something unique this year. Go in and match what I did. I did the five-year membership. Best value you're ever going to get, folks, for AMAC. There's a special price. All you got to do to take advantage of that, to get that gift for you and your loved ones, go to amac.us slash just news. amac.us slash just news. You'll get a special discount offer. You'll get that five-year membership. You'll get it as a gift. It'll pay for itself in the first few days. Seriously, start looking at just the discounts and the plans and the opportunities, the products. You're going to save all the money that you put into the membership. Then you get all the other satisfaction of knowing what's going on in Washington, becoming part of a civilian grassroots army that's trying to make this country better, save social security, make insulin prices lower the right way. That's what AMAC does every day. And it's always an honor to have you on. The next couple of weeks are going to be pretty tumultuous in Washington. We got to get one more spending bill through so the government stays open. What is AMAC Action watching for as we get into the final days of this final Congress? John, we're trying to get the, the Pharmacy Benefit Manager Transparency Act put into any final spending package. We've been making a concerted effort for the last few months. 
what this would do would be uh, it, it's a it's a way to lower drug costs for all Americans. Uh, some of these PBM uh, price uh, pricing strategies are anti-competitive, and it, they have been shown to drive up the cost of prescription drugs. And there's a wonderful bill that we supported that was introduced back in came out of committee in June. And we've been running with it since June, but we think that there's an appetite. And we know that because we've been visiting uh, lawmakers uh, over and over again regarding this issue. And we think we, you know, nothing's guaranteed, as you well know, but we're particularly looking and getting the PBM uh, Transparency Act uh, passed, uh, put into a spending package, which would uh, make PBMs accountable to Congress with regard to their business practices and expose these anti-competitive business practices and hopefully inject some free market competition, which would lower costs for and the projection for these drug costs being lowered would be around 25%. And that's for every American, including seniors on Medicare. That is a big difference. Wow. That can make, especially in an inflation riddled economy, that's the savings that everybody could cherish almost instantly. So big thing to be keeping a close eye on. I'm sure we'll have you back on to give us an update on that before the end of the year. Andy, always a lot of fun. Congratulations to Rebecca on some very important testimony. And I think we learned a lot. I think a lot of Americans didn't know there were a million more seniors in poverty in the last year under Joe Biden. That's a really powerful fact. We got to get more people aware of, but thanks for joining us today and we'll have you back on real soon. My pleasure, John. Thank you. Yeah, great honor to have you on, sir. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day right after these messages. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, 
and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Be sure to go out tonight and check us out on the TV show, Just the News, No Noise, on Real America's Voice, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Channel 219 on the Dish Network, Channel 240 on the Pluto Network, on all of the apps, including Roku, Apple, you name it. And, of course, you can watch it on the Just the News app by hitting the Watch button if you go to the Android or iOS stores, you can download the Justin News app and immediately get the Justin News show by hitting the watch button down below. You can, if you hit the listen button, you'll get this show. So a great way to tune into some of our great content. But on the show tonight, we've got an all-star cast, starting with Congresswoman Claudia Tenney from New York, one of the most influential voices in Congress in the Republican caucus right now. She's going to talk to us about what's going on behind the scenes of the leadership fight for the Republican Party and so, so much more. And then Bernie Carrick, former NYPD commissioner, security expert, advocate for free speech, political consultant. We're going to have him on a lot to talk about there as well. And if you didn't get a chance to check out last night's show, we had an amazing interview with the former CEO of Levi Jeans. She lost her job as a result of speaking her mind and asking San Francisco schools to start allowing children to come back from the pandemic and be taught in schools because they were being harmed by the absences. And for that, she got kicked out of her job as president of brand for Levi Jeans. We're going to replay that on Sunday afternoon. You're going to have an extraordinary chance to listen to that interview and the things that went on behind the scenes in corporate America and what is going on in woke corporations all across this country. Very insightful interview. And same thing on Saturday. we got a great podcast planned for you on Saturday. Senator Robert Torricelli, a former senator from New Jersey, a Democrat, a champion of freedom, has some pretty harsh words for the Biden administration's work on China, for its work on Iran, its failure to embrace the Iranian opposition, and a very strong, poignant warning about the danger of cancel culture and censorship in America. A Democrat taking on a liberal censorship machine. You're going to want to catch that on Saturday. Very powerful words from a elder statesman of the Democratic Party who doesn't like what he sees from his own party, from his own country at this extraordinary moment in American history. So check that out. That will be pretty amazing. On justthenews.com, we've got you covered on the state dinner tonight. French leader Macron is here, the first state dinner for Joe Biden, and a lot of controversy. They're serving Maine lobster there, even though the Biden administration has taken actions to harm the Maine lobster industry. A Democratic congressman from Maine calling out his own president on that. But there'll be a lot of important foreign policy stuff. We'll have that on Just the News all throughout the night tonight, so check that out as well. So a lot of stuff ahead. We're going to have a busy weekend of great content. Don't go anywhere. But until then... I ask that God bless you, and God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. Thank you for listening to John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. And remember, go give the gift of AMAC for Christmas. Go give an AMAC membership to a loved one in your life. It's a great Christmas gift. 
amac.us slash just news special prices go give the gift of amac you'll be supporting just the news and amac's great mission at the same time all right folks that wraps up our show we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of john solomon reports the podcast from just the news Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out.